Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time it is you're listening to the Carrot Cast. And I've got a great, great guest on today. I've known Justin for years and years. He's actually at my last mastermind in Sedona, Arizona. So I wanted to bring him on to talk about how he's building his business and what he's really shifted, or Andy, Andy is shifting in a big way for 2018 because what was working for him to wholesale and flip 100 plus houses last year is not working for him going into this year quite so much. So he is going to be adjusting those. He is adjusting those in massive ways. He's going to show you exactly what he's doing. But before we bring Justin into the call, I've got a couple of quick cool things that we're doing right now. So um, I've got a new webinar that I'm doing. It's a, it's a training call. And it's really, really cool because our clients pass over a milestone uh, as of the time that I'm recording this about three months ago where they, they passed over the 1 million opt-in leads milestone just in 36 months. Okay, that doesn't include phone call leads. If you add in phone call leads in there, that's over 2 million uh, based on our surveys from our clients. We don't track those yet because we don't have phone call tracking inside the system. But from surveys, actual leads or clients have pulled in have been well over 2 million. But online opt-in leads, they cross over the million opt-in mark. So what we did was we dug into the data recently. We dug into that data and we said, okay, of these people, let's pull the top 100, top 200 clients for sellers and buyers and rent to own and land. And let's see what they're doing differently than most other people that are not getting that result. Okay, let's see how they're getting their leads. Let's see what they've done. Let's see what they didn't do on their websites in their marketing plans. And we broke it apart in this webinar. You can go to oncarrot.com forward slash webinar. That's oncarrot. Actually, I'm sorry. Oncarrot.com forward slash training. Oncarrot.com forward slash training. And in there, you're going to be able to see me breaking down the details of that data from over a million leads, what worked best. We call it the market leaders revealed call. And also, we're going to give you some tips on how to adjust your messaging for this new year for 2018 um, to make sure that you're really speaking to the market. You're speaking to the condition of the current market because if you have the same messaging on your website or any of your marketing from three years ago, the market's changed a little bit. You need to change the message. We're going to be talking about the message in that. So go to oncarrot.com forward slash training. Whether you're a current Carrot customer or not, you're going to get a ton, a ton of value from it. Uh, last, we've rolled out some amazing, amazing features lately. We've got some big stuff coming soon, some, some things that clients have really been asking for. Um, on the SEO side, SSL security, things like that. Keep an eye out because some amazing, amazing things coming down the pike. But today, we're going to be bringing on Justin because Justin has a great story. He is kind of one of those guys who came from being completely broke. And he talks about a pretty funny story of how has, him and his friend kind of skirted the uh, the car impound people by trading cars multiple states away uh, for a period of time to keep their cars a little bit longer. Some funny, funny stuff, just entrepreneur story stuff. But he digs into mindset. He digs into how they, how they scaled their business from doing a couple deals to over 100 in a year. And they've done 700 and something deals so far. Um, in their career, and he's going to break down what's working for them now versus what wasn't. So welcome on Justin Colby, a friend of mine, known him for years, been in multiple masterminds with him, and he was in my mastermind this last year in Sedona, Arizona. Um, one last thing, if you guys are interested in masterminds, we have a little mini mastermind that we do here at Carrot called the Carrot Camp. Carrot Camp. If you go to CarrotCamp.com, CarrotCamp.com, we're doing two Carrot Camps this year in 2018, one in the spring and one in the fall. They are going to fill up insanely fast. Okay, we're going to max them out at 10 to 15 spots. We'll see. Um, last time we had nine spots because we only gave people 30 days notice to do the first one. They filled up really, really fast, and nine is about right. So we may stick it at 10, 12, we're not sure. But those are going to fill up very fast. We're going to announce when the seats open uh, 
sometime at the end of January, beginning of February. And either way, you're going to be able to lock down your seat for Carrot Camp spring or fall. Uh, just make sure you go to carrotcamp.com. And if you go there, there might be a wait list you can join to get first notification. Or if you go there and there is the opportunity to buy a ticket, it means there's still tickets open for one of the sessions, carrotcamp.com. All right, let's dive into Justin Colby's story on how he went from being broke and struggling to scaling his business, working five hours a week in his business now, how he formed a great partnership, what to look for in partnerships, all kinds of amazing things. Justin. Hey guys and gals, Trevor here with Carrot, and uh, I've actually got, it, every now and then I bring in some of the guys who are actually in my mastermind and who have attended my own mastermind sessions, and uh, Seth Buekley, uh, he was on one of my first 10, 15 episodes. Seth is an amazing, amazing entrepreneur, you know, multiple businesses well into the tens of millions and sold them, and he's one of my coaches now here in my offices. Um, other people, Kylie Newbold on the Facebook marketing side, you can keep on going down the line. Justin Colby is one of those guys as well. And I'm going to introduce you to Justin officially here in a second, but um, some quick backstory of why I wanted to bring Justin onto this call. So a lot of the people that we'll bring on here are people who are crushing it with online. Well, Justin's been crushing it for years and years and years. They've closed over 700 deals. Um, they've got a big business there in Phoenix, Phoenix Wealth, Wealth Builders. And what we're going to do is show you kind of number one, what have they been doing to grow their business over the years? How has he done it? Because you don't work like 50, 60 hours a week or even 40 hours a week in that business. We'll dig into that. Not, a, not even close. I love it. So we're going to talk about how to systemize the business in, in that way and really build a business that, that serves you versus you serving it. But then next, you guys do so much marketing, a ton of marketing, and things are shifting a little bit. And we were talking about it at, at the Mastermind. We were talking about it when I was in your podcast recently. Like, what are you guys looking at this next year? So we're going to dive into a lot of that kind of stuff to help you guys kind of tool in your business this year and your marketing. But I want to welcome you officially on the Carrot Cast, man. Welcome aboard. Dude, awesome. Great to be here. Really appreciate it. And uh, first things I'm going to say is your mastermind, out of all the masterminds, and you and I have been a part of a lot of masterminds together, mm -hmm. you put on an incredible mastermind, dude. And if anyone's out there listening and get the chance to be a part of Trevor's mastermind, it is a legit mastermind. It is people truly caring about one another, trying to make each other's business truly better, bigger, scaling. I mean, it is, you knock it out of the park when, with that mastermind, dude. Dude, it's, it's, it's a blast. Too. It's, it's kind of funny, kind of a little side note here where when me and Patrick started that thing, it was just us trying to get together twice a year. So I'd fly out to Charleston and he'd come out here or whatever. And then we started having other people come. I think we started that eight, nine years ago now. And yeah. um, it's just been so cool. The different people that have, that have, that have come into the fold now over the years. And, uh, of course you're one of them. You, you uh, made it to your first one, uh, this last yeah. April, I think it was in Sedona. Yep. Um, got, at least we got lost out in the desert. Were you, were you in one of the, in one of the, I was right you behind lost? you remember and yours broke yeah. down and we were like, dude, we'll stay with you. You're like, no, no, no. They'll be here in a second, four hours later. That's right. <laughs> but the cool thing, the silver lining that Kylie and I were talking about it, Kylie Newbold, uh, Facebook, awesome guy. Uh, we were talking about because we got stuck out there for hours and hours and we're like man we were trying to find time to talk the whole the whole weekend on some business stuff and it's kind of funny how how the universe you know puts those opportunities in front of you. it's like well you're in the middle of the desert no one's going to find you for four hours talk like that's all you can do so it was awesome it was serendipitous it was it was um no man so i'm pumped about it we're, we're scheduling our next one here coming up and if anyone's wondering what the heck it's like i didn't know trevor had a mastermind I suggest you guys go create your own as well. So I created this one with uh, my former business partner, Patrick Riddle. 
Um, we gather about you know, 13 to 15 amazing people twice a year, somewhere different around the country. Uh, people, not even everyone there is real estate investors. It's just general, mm-hmm. amazing people that we want to surround ourselves with. And we try to craft a great experience. And I think that's part of, part of what you were mentioning there, Justin, is there were amazing people there, like really amazing. But we try to craft the experience. Like how do you, number one, have people share their, share their best, but also number two, how do you put, put people in environments that build great relationships? You know, it's, Absolutely. it's amazing. Yeah. So let's kind of break down your story, dude. And you and I okay. have known each other for, I don't know how many years, three, four or five years. Mm-hmm. Um, met each other down in, in San Diego at uh, you know, real worldwide events. And you're a big part of that business, obviously, uh, on the yeah. coaching side of things. But um, how did it all start, man? Because you weren't born an entrepreneur. So kind of what, no. what happened over the years to lead you into starting your own businesses? Yeah, it's funny. I was actually just, we hired someone and I'd brought him in my office to kind of give him the layout, right? As he's been here for several days, but doesn't know who I am. But so I, I was just talking about this. I got into the market as a realtor back in 2005. Mm-hmm. And if you've, if you were around at that time, you, everyone was making God loads of money, right? Um, and so when the market turned, I lost it all. I lost my $500,000 condo. Uh, my $90,000 Lexus was taken by the repo guy. I literally was calling my, my American Express that every month I would charge roughly 40 grand on because I was making that kind of money that I had to default on. Um, I had to call my buddy and I asked to sleep on his couch. So I ended up sleeping on his couch for roughly the better part of nine months, almost a year. And, um, me and my business partner, who you know very well, Eddie, uh, we're still business partners today, but we were friends first. Um, he also went through the same tragedy of being a statistic, right? Losing your house, losing your car, the whole thing. And we just said, "What are? We, how are we going to make it? And we wanted to get into real estate. We knew real estate was the vehicle, but we didn't know anything mm-hmm. as far as the investment side. I knew the realtor side. He knew some insurance side. So this is right when people started to put out videos on, you can make money with no credit, no cash, da, 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 right? <laughs> and we saw one on YouTube. It was Nathan, if you remember Nathan, right? And he has Stuck leopard hair. Dr- Dr- like, yeah. Totally. Yeah. And we we're just like, oh, we're in, sold, right? <laughs> so we just start going. We didn't even have money to buy his like $100 product, right? It was 100 bucks. We didn't even have that. I literally had no money, no income, no money, no nothing, right? Sleeping on a couch. My buddy's paying for everything, paying for dinners, everything. And um, I just had a, a belief, right? People talk about this a lot. You gotta believe it before you see it. And I am truly an example of this. Mm. I didn't even really know how to do any of this, but I believed I can make an impression in the real estate community, in the investment world. I knew it could create an income that I would be happy with, but I also knew it could create a life that I wanted. Mm-hmm. Um, now, did I see kind of the public figure and the podcast and some of this side, I didn't really, but I knew that that was more of where my purpose was going to end up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it took us nine months to get our first deal. I mean, literally. So if you're out there listening to this and following Trevor, nine months before I made a single penny, I was sleeping on a couch, had no money. Um, and if you're wondering if you can do it, you absolutely can. If you want it bad enough, it's a simple choice, right? You have to make the choice to want it and believe that you can do it. I don't want to hear any excuses about what market you're in, competition, no money, been through it, been there, done that. I don't want to even hear about it because I will tell you for every excuse you give, I'm going to overcome it by basically saying, get off your ass and go work. Right. Mm -hmm. So it took us nine months and we got our first deal done. We made seven grand. We split it. So at that point, I'm instead of top ramen, now I'm eating hot dogs, right? And that, that's how I like to explain <laughs> it. A little like, protein okay. in there, yeah. 
Yeah. So then uh, we got our second deal done before the year ended. So we got two deals our first deal uh, year. Mm-hmm. Made 14 grand. It obviously is not life changing, but what it did is it set us on fire. We now had the confidence. We can do this. There's nothing that is going to stop us. If we can overcome what we just went through for the last nine months, mm-hmm. we can overcome anything. And that turned into six deals the next year, the 25 deals the next year, the 46 deals the next year, 96 deals the next year, a development project of, uh, you know, 98 uh, townhomes here in Phoenix, so on, so on, you know. Um, And now I have a full-fledged office with, I have 10 people on a call floor. I have two acquisition managers. I have a full-time manager that runs all the operations. I have a full business now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll tell with all that, with all the, where I am now and where we began, there's still the trials and tribulations, right? Trevor, you see it too, right? You have this huge gargantuan win. You're crushing it huge year. The very next year we made a decision to go into development and we almost lost it all mm-hmm. because we were like, Oh, we're invincible. We know how to do this. We can do it. We know real estate, right? Yep. So, you know, there's a lot in between that story, but what I'll tell anybody who's here is, um, if you haven't failed, if you haven't eaten shit, excuse my language, I don't yeah. know if you customers, I'm, you're good, I'm just a straightforward guy, right? If you haven't done that, you're simply not trying hard enough. Yep. You're yep. not really going for it. You're not playing all out. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting here and you're doing well because the economy's doing good and you flip some homes or you're wholesaling or you're whatever, it's a fucking great economy. Yep. Everyone's doing well right now. Yep. If you haven't fallen down, if you haven't made a mistake, if you haven't lost money on a deal, if you you're not playing all out and that, you know, because with all the success, it's like the stock market, right? Or any type of growth graph, same thing for my business life. Mm -hmm. We started at the bottom. We started going down, right? (laughs) Fear's the bottom. We were starting like this, right? Going down. But then we hit this thing and came up and went down and came up, right? And our business cycle has done that. But if you look the trajectory, right? If you have a straight line, Mm -hmm. we're still way above where we would be, even though you dip below and then shoot back up and right. And so guys, you have to get in the game. You got to give yourself a chance to swing at the ball or nothing will happen. So that's kind of my story. You know, it's, it's, I definitely have the story kind of coming from nothing and making it, which a lot of people are attracted to. Cause I literally was sleeping on a couch, no money. I refused to go, you know, home and call mommy and daddy and say, please help me. Yeah. I was 26 years old and I knew I could make something of myself, but it comes from a belief, right? And that comes from within yourself. Mm-hmm. So, Dude, there's so many things that I kind of want, want to unpack there because I'm, I'm a big mindset guy, you know, and, sure. and I've, I've broken down my own story tons of times in the podcast and everyone who's been listening for a while, you, you know, a lot of my story. It's very similar, right? Where um, I, I didn't have... I didn't have the moment where I lost everything. I just got out of college. I just didn't have anything. You know, I had some yeah. properties, but I, I was asset rich, cash poor. Sure. Paid, my, paid my taxes on my credit card that first year because I didn't know I was supposed to actually save money to pay taxes. Right. Dumb. I know. <laughs> taxes. Wait a minute, man. What? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Anyway, but uh, no, it's it's the same kind of thing. But that's one thing I remember that first couple of years where my mindset, yeah, you know, it, it was hard. Right. I, I wasn't cracking through and. and and really getting my businesses going, but it was this mindset uh, switch that I flipped like halfway through that first year was I'm going, okay, number one, is it possible that I can do this, right? So then you look around and you go, well, shoot, that person's doing it and that person did it and that person did it and well, they're kind of like me and 
okay, yeah, it's definitely possible then. So then the next question is like, are you, are you willing to then put in the work and make sure that you make it work too? And then I'm like, well, shoot, it's not a matter of if this works. And that's one thing I see a lot of people, they're like, ah, well, I'm going to give care to try and see if it works. I'm going to, you know, do, I'm going to try this for, for a little bit and see if this, if direct mail works or if SEO works or if real estate works or whatever it is. As soon as you have that, if mindset, it's like you're already giving yourself, yourself an out. So I'm like, it's not a matter of if it's just when the only variable is when is this going to happen? So you just work your butt off on it. sounds like you were the same. Well, and that, yeah. And it comes from a passion, right? Like I loved like coming, I, I graduated UCLA and I just, I'm like, I'm kind of a deal junkie, but I like the art of the deal. Mm-hmm. And so it was inevitable. Like I literally came out of UCLA and went through like a management program and I opened up my own company. Hmm. I was 25 years old, right? Like I've always had this entrepreneurial, I've never had a boss ever. I've always owned my own companies um, and I've always paved my own path and that's not easy for everyone to do. Hmm. And sometimes I lose that, right? Cause it was just what I did. That's just what I did, right? Um, but you have to have a passion for it, right? So I was speaking to a friend who's in a great place in life, right? And when I say that, he's also upside down. Hmm. Um, which means he makes a ton of money. He makes seven figures a year. He has a $3 million home. He has a beautiful wife. He has three incredibly beautiful, talented, intelligent kids. Mm. He's not in real estate, by the way. Totally different industry. And I was sitting down with him yesterday and he's at this place in his life that's like, gotta shake things up. So Mm. have you heard of Way of the Warrior, I think it is? With uh, Gary White? Yeah, yeah. Okay, he did that turned his life upside down, right? So now all of a sudden he wants to go into this motivational public figure, get people off their asses. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. But he's going to be giving up his seven figure a year income to just go do it. And I was like, here's the thing. I have three questions for you. Okay. Now he, by the way, my friend was my original mentor. Hmm. He's the guy that from UCLA took me into sales, started my own company. He was my original mentor first ever, right? So now the roles have kind of switched because he's getting into my world now. Yeah. So now I'm like, all right, buddy, let's talk about this. <laughs> That's cool. And it comes from exactly what you're talking about because I said, first and foremost, you have to understand this is a business. This is not let's just play around and all of a sudden I'm going to have 100,000 followers and make all – dude, no. Mm-hmm. Treat it like a business. So what is your purpose? What is your intentions? And what does it look like? Mm-hmm. And if you can answer those – and I don't have to approve them, but you have to answer them for yourself, you will be a success. But if your purpose is not aligned up with it, if your intentions are not aligned up with it, and if what you want it to look like is I just want a big fat check, Mm -hmm. it won't be a success because you won't have the desire to work hard enough to get through the hard times, to have those months where it sucks, to get to the months that are triple better than anything else, right? Like, so I just wanted to make sure, and I would say that to anyone here on on this call, you're getting into real estate investing if you're an entrepreneur period the three questions i'm going to ask you is saying what's your purpose behind it because trust me i'll tell any entrepreneur or someone aspiring entrepreneur this shit ain't easy man dude (laughs) you know it's not right i mean people will look at you or look at me or other people that they follow and they're like oh they have it made they come into the office at whenever and they skip around they you know leave whenever and play golf all the time dude listen (laughs) you and i live beautiful lives i mean we do right we have a but what did it take us to get here? Mm. And then what is it taking to maintain where we're at and continue to grow? Guys, period. You need to have a purpose. Mm-hmm. No doubt. And it has to mean something to you. Do not give me my purpose is 
I want a better life for my family. I got it. So does everyone who that's generic dig deep, right? You have to have intention. What is your intent behind what you're going to go do? Mm -hmm. And then you got to know what it looks like. You know, another way people phrase this and our friend Kent Clothier says it all the time. What's your why? Yep. I like that. I love it. In fact, and it's a very powerful thing to really dig deep enough to know your why. But I almost soften a little bit in saying, what does it all look like? Mm -hmm. 10 years from now, you're looking back. What does this shit look like to you? Right. Are you what is it? I don't know. And and only you can answer that Mm. because 10 years ago, 2007 is when we got into this thing. And I can tell you right now, I didn't know you. I didn't think I was going to have one of the top ranked podcasts. You and I have some top ranked podcasts on iTunes. Mm-hmm. I had no idea about that. I had no idea we'd be doing a hundred plus deals a year. I, like I didn't know that. Yep. So I'm telling you, I'm telling the listeners have some of that vision, understand what it looks like 10 years from now, because it'll continue to drive your purpose in, in, you know, support your intention. Dude, it's, it's awesome. I, uh, Every single year I do this call, I call it the epic planning call where I kind of like, it's the first one of the year I unleash what I do to plan my year and to kind of get my mindset wrapped around things. And one thing I adopted a few years ago, um, I called a vision story. And and I know for me, dude, I put so much pressure on myself, you know, seven, eight, nine years ago, even six years ago around finding my purpose. Yeah. And I've, I've done a lot of podcast episodes on this topic. So you guys can go back in the archives and found out how I how my purpose found me and how I found it and how I got the things out of my way that allowed it to get in front of me. So there's yeah. a little cliffhanger. Go, go find those episodes over there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, one thing that I do that made it really easy for me to then clarify what I want, where I wanted to be was I started writing vision stories. And I start out 20 years out, and I do this every year. I start 20 years out, and I get out a piece of a paper. I have my little orange notepads around here somewhere. I always carry them with me. Um, and I go, okay, let me just like close my eyes and then I just imagine what I want my life to be like at that point, 20 years from now. So I'm 35 as of the time I record this. And, you know, I'll be 55 then. You know, what do I want my, my daily life to look like? What, what do I want my relationship with my wife to look like? Where are my kids going to be at that point? You know, they'll be, shoot, they'll be, you know, almost 30, tw- mid-20s, 30 years old. What are they going to be doing in their lives? Are they going to be married? Where are they going to live? Like, I've detailed it that much. What's my business look like? What does my daily role look like? Then I roll it back to 10 years. I do the same thing. Okay. If that's where I want to be in 20, let me write down my vision story in, in, you know, on how I need, where I need to be in 10 years. I do yeah. that. Then I'm like five years. Then I do in one year. And so I do that every year and it probably takes me a solid two to three hours. Um, usually cause I sit there and think a lot and it's usually on airplanes that it works best. So I'm not distracted, Sure. but that's my, that's the vision story. And then if, if you haven't found your purpose yet, oftentimes when you look at that vision story, 20 years, 10 years out, and you start to look at, well, what do I want to be impacting? What do I want my daily uh, life to look like? Who do I want to be talking to? What do I want my work to look like? Um, then you start to go, wow, it's all wrapped around this one theme. It's wrapped yeah. around this one theme of amplifying leaders or of this or of that. And yeah, it's kind of work on that. And it's really, really empowering stuff. That's awesome, dude. That's fantastic. It. Dude, so one thing you mentioned in there, I kind of want to make this transition is, is the the points where you have your business now right where yeah you've you've got a team um not everyone wants a team as of the time they're listening to the student i know when i started carrot that was one of my things i'm like i don't want to build a big team you know i was going i'm max gonna have like eight or ten employees and because i had this mindset in my brain that employees equaled pain in the butt because uh, <laughs> that's what that's what i grew up with from my dad my dad's the most positive person in the world except for when it comes to employees um because there's some truth to it. There's some truth to it. 
No, that there is. I mean, that, that's what I focus on the most today. Is is right? Is like the people. Is totally. How do I how do I make 100%. sure to guide them the right way? So, what what was that? What was that time period like for you when when you were just a two person show? You and Eddie, yeah. doing your yeah. first deals. You got to twenty. You got to ninety. Whatever it was. At what point did you guys decide? Okay, we're actually going to build a team. And and what do you and did you want to build this business into for you? I'm talking like, how many hours a week do you work in that business now? How many hours did you work starting the business and where did you make that mental mindset shift that you didn't want to be working in the business every day? Yep. Totally got it. So here's the thing. We didn't put that much forethought into it. Mm -hmm. We wanted to get the fuck out of poverty, right? I mean, we were both right. He has a child. He has no income coming in. We, both of our cars, there's a part of this, this part of this story where we traded cars. I was still in California. He was in Phoenix mm-hmm. and both our repo guys were coming after cars. So he <laughs> drove, drove to California, gave me his car. I gave him my car oh, no so we could keep our cars a little bit longer. Right. I mean, it was, we were in poverty, dude. Oh man. <laughs> so I don't, I hope the law enforcement <laughs> so sorry guys. Um, and so we didn't put a lot of forethought into it. So we were like, let's get our first check. Mm-hmm. And that was the ultimate focus, right? And I still believe that needs to be your focus, right? And the grind mode and the hustle and that grit and the tenacity, I'm gonna fucking make it, I'm going to do this. That's gotta be the first two, three years of, of business. Yep. But what gets you to the place that you might be in two or three years, which after the third year, I think we were doing 50 deals a year or something like that, mm-hmm. it won't help you get to a hundred plus deals, top ranked podcast. I mean, you can see the green screen behind me constantly shooting video for our student bodies and blah, 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 right? It doesn't get you there. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out, okay, well, I can't do it all. And it's only two of us. So we've done it all. Mm-hmm. There's gotta be a place of leverage for us to grow. And we didn't cognizantly think we want to have this team of this and that, and but we knew we wanted to grow to continue to build our lifestyle. And as we started going down this path, um, we started to understand the power of leverage mm. and what we really started to want. And some of that was just simple maturity, right? When you're in your mid twenties, even your late twenties, it's like, I'll do whatever it takes. And I'll still, to this day, I'm going to get on stage in three days. We have a find and flip summit <laughs> and I'm going to basically be yelling. You need to do whatever it takes. Cause I, I still have that mentality. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there wasn't a, truthfully, we didn't put a lot of thought into that, but it started to happen organically. Mm. People started to come to us saying, I know what you're doing. I want to be a part of what you're doing. The movement is great. You're good people. You're doing good business. You're not screwing people out of their blah, blah, blah. blah. People started offering up their time and their energy and their effort to be a part of our world organically Mm. because we were starting to do good business here in Phoenix, flipping homes. People were catching wind of it and they wanted a piece of kind of what we had. So then what that translated into was me and Eddie sitting down. What do we want for our lives, mm-hmm. right? Like he has a child. He wants to be an incredible father. He wants to be the number one dad. And I can proudly say he is doing an incredible job, right? I mean, he literally leaves the office every day at two o'clock, picks up his son, gets him home. Like he is on it, right? Wakes up every morning, gets his son to school. It's a, it's something that's so meaningful for him. And he's doing an incredible job doing that. He started to create that probably three or four years ago, as we started to grow, Mm. we started to understand what do we want for life? Because listen, are we going to be the richest ever? No. Okay. We're we're not going to be the richest real estate investors of all time. Can we build something that can create a lifestyle that most people are going to be incredibly envious of? 
fuck yeah, we can. Mm-hmm. And that's where our intention started to go is yeah. the way I put it, impact and income. Mm-hmm. I need to create a massive impact on this world through real estate and through education and through coaching. And with that will come the income because the bigger the impact, the more the money is going to happen. So that started to become our mantra where, or at least mine specifically, that if we can do good in this side of the business, the rest of it fall into place. And so, you know, now in the real estate business, truly in the real estate business, if we have 40 hours a week to give, I give five. Mm-hmm. We have between now and February, we have 22 deals closing. So I, couldn't tell, I couldn't tell you one address, by the way. We have a whiteboard <laughs> right outside my office that has all of them. Yep. Tell you one. So is, is, is Eddie kind of more in the, in the day-to-day of the real estate side? more the operational. Yep. Absolutely. Cool. I'm more the creative. I'm more the driver. I create the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Uh, we just got this incredible opportunity with a hedge fund. Hedge funds are back. For those of you listening, if you're a seasoned investor, they are back and buying heavy. Hmm. Um, because of our notoriety, because of my public figure, they kind of tapped us saying, hey, we need a lot of properties and we know you guys are the real deal. Go get as many off-market properties as possible. Mm-hmm. That has opened the gates for us, mm-hmm. right? Um, but Eddie runs a lot more of that operational where I create the opportunity for it, right? So I'll get the opportunity and then I'll put it on Eddie's desk saying, here's this incredible opportunity. Figure it out. Right? Dude, and that, that right there is so important. And, and this is something I, I really missed the boat on with my previous two business partnerships. So my previous two business business partnerships, amazing guys, still great friends of mine, right? I mean, they're in the mastermind. They're really, really good friends of mine. Yeah. But the problem is we were so much alike, we were, we yeah. were, we were all the visionary kind of creative people and it just didn't work for the business. And that's something totally. I highly suggest you guys find. There's a book. Um, dude, I think I actually heard about it at is either my mastermind or at the boardroom. Uh, the yeah. first couple of times I was at it. It's called rocket fuel. Oh um, my God. Incredible. Dude is Brad Costanza that mentioned the book. That's, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. So, and he remembers every book ever in all time but. <laughs> in history <laughs> since books were started to be written. Exactly. So rocket fuel by Marcus Blankenship, I think is, is the author of it, but where he talks about, I don't know. Rocket fuel is the same as, um, uh, traction. It's, um, rocket fuel is second part of traction. Traction's written by, Oh, I've got it here, man. I'm um, blanking, dude. Yeah, I've literally got oh, it. Oh, Gino Wickman. Gino Wickman. Yep. Yeah, so get get rocket fuel, y'all. And one thing one thing I just want to toss out to you, and I want, want to kind of pick a couple questions that you to Justin, before we dig into kind of what's working, what has been working in marketing-wise. Let's talk about what you guys are going to be doing this year. But um, on the partnership side, that's something I just kind of feared after those after those experiences, right? Where the experiences were amazing, but yeah. I, I still felt that, like, man, I'm not unleashed in the business because – I, I would be the one who kind of tucked back behind and just run the marketing, run the stuff of the business. Sure. And um, it was just really hard. And so as soon as I, I took this this goal, uh, score called the Colby score, we've talked about it here on the on the podcast, mm-hmm. and you find the person who, I'm a really high quick start, I'm like an eight quick start, two follow through. And my current co-founder who owns uh, 20% of the business, he is a like six or seven follow through and like a one or two quick start. Not saying that that's ideal to have complete opposites because then what mm-hmm. happens is you can have conflict if you're more than like four points apart on some of those strong ones, right? Um, which we work through. But what, what, what have you found with your partnership that is, has worked? And also what are the things that you're like, man, we've had to work through these things and they've been tough. Yeah. Well, it's so funny. So we've done a lot of these tests and including some that probably I can't even remember the names, but they're a little bit more 
I don't want to just say personality test, but they're like, they go a little bit deeper. It's personality, but it's like deeper, like caring about certain things in life. Right. And so we've taken a lot of them because we keep wanting to make sure, right. We're almost the perfect fit. Hmm. It's the craziest shit. And so some of this is just pure luck. I know a lot of people are like, Oh, luck's not some of it. There's luck in this world. I hate to break it to you guys. There's, there's luck. Right. And so part of that is pure luck that we really do. Like we're yang and yang. Um, some of the major hurdles that have come along the way is we've always tried to maintain, you know, the first three or four years, maintain this equal librium. Like we're both, everything has to be a yes by everybody. Like no one's making the decisions. And at some point it got frustrating because it's like, you know, he would step on my foot, I'd step on his foot, whatever. And so finally about two and a half, three years ago, we had a conversation in credit to him. He basically says, you need to run. You need to be the guy that is the lead here and I will be here to support you. Right. And you know, we wouldn't be here without the work he does. I mean, period. Right. I mean, he runs the operation. So, um, to as valuable as I might be to create the opportunity, the opportunities wouldn't, would be worthless if I couldn't put it on his desk to create how to make money from that opportunity. So, um, you know, I give him the credit to be able to say, Hey, you need to be the leader and you need to do this, right? You're, you're the leader. So, um, that was one part that neither one of us wanted to make the other person feel bad or feel, you know, but we came together and to his credit, he just said, you need to do that. So Mm -hmm. that was one thing. The other thing is he gets incredibly frustrated with me (laughs) because I'm always throwing shit at him. I'm always like, dude, we got to go here. We got to do this. We got to do it. And he's like, time out. Stop it. Right. Um, and that's always been that way and that's who I am. And so he's learned to somehow deal with that, like in any relationship. Right. But Mm -hmm. I'm constantly throwing shit at him, right? And some stuff is gold and some stuff is shit. And he's able to decipher it. And I ask him to do some incredibly hard things and he puts his head down doing it. And so, you know, that's always a point of contention. I would think he's great with me, right? But there's times I know I went too far and have to say, hey, dude, I'm so sorry. I, you know, I got it, you know. Yep. Um, but besides that, man, I think we've just had again, part of it is luck. Part of it's a personality thing. Part of it is our, we both kind of grew into a spiritual adulthood somewhat at a similar time. I probably started a little bit before. And so that growth has made us better communicators and better. That's the key to any relationship, right? Like we both are heterosexual men, but we're in a marriage period, right? Like it is what it is Mm -hmm. and you got to communicate. So it's got to be something that you communicate in um, you guys can go ahead and get started. Uh, we have our meeting right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so you gotta, you gotta be able to do that. And, and there's great days. There's tough days. There's days that are just days. Mm-hmm. So I, part of it is I feel a little lucky. You know, I have, I have a great business partner who's mm-hmm. just is able to work it. So that's awesome, man. And I'd suggest, suggest anyone out there. I mean, if, if you're wanting to really blow up a business in a big way and work in what you're best at, just network the heck out of, out of, I hate the word network, but go out there and meet people and just really add value to people. And, and you'll run across people that you might just go, man, you know, I really want to dig deeper and see if there's anything there. Cause business partnerships I think are amazing. If you find, the yeah, right they are. So let me just end with this. I, I happen to be very lucky with mm-hmm. my business partnership, right? After coaching thousands of people, I will tell you the number one thing most people want to go to is they, they're scared to do it themselves. So they want a business partner. Mm -hmm. They are very difficult. Mm 
Yep. Just like a marriage would be just like any relationship. Like you need to pick the right one. Don't just pick someone because you like them. Mm. Don't just pick someone because you have the same similarities. You just spoke about this, Trevor. You know, you kind of partnered with people that you had a lot of things in common. I mean, that's, you know, and so you're like, oh, let's do this together because we're like that. Mm. Um, you almost want to pick the opposite, right? Um, and make sure that that line, it, it's just difficult. So I just want you guys to know as lucky as I've been and be able to have the amount of success with my business partnership, I've seen way more failures than I've seen successes in business partnerships. I mean, oh, you yeah. talk about two yourself that are no longer partners, yep. right? And so just be weary, you know, if you're out there and you're like, I don't want to do this alone. Don't just pick anybody just cause, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Dude, so let's transition over and I know you have your meeting here in a few, so let's, let's transition over to some marketing stuff. Cause I know you guys didn't, you know, do a hundred plus deals in, in a year with no marketing. So something's working in your totally. crazy competitive market. So give some context what was working last year for you guys Yeah, that's not working now? And what are you guys going to be doing moving forward? So for the last three or four years, direct mail has been our number one go-to crushing it, doing great. The last year and a half, we've just literally seen the response rate start to go like this. And it hasn't been drastic, but it's been just this slow decline. And so we said, we got it. We can't be a one trick pony. Anytime I've been a one trick pony, meaning, we were only buying homes from auction for a year or two. Mm. The hedge funds come in. We can't buy any homes from auction. We have nowhere to go get homes. We have no market. We have, oh my God, we're screwed, right? Um, direct, whatever it is, right? So in this case, it was direct mail. All of our chips were in this basket and we were like, we can't be a one trick pony. We need to start to diversify. Mm. So immediately started going back to bandit signs and we started a uh, calling floor. Mm. And the band of signs have worked and the calling floor has worked. And we're going to add another um, strategy with ringless voicemails here coming up next month. Mm-hmm. And that way, if one starts to dip, we have direct mail, we have bandit signs, we have call floor and we have ringless. We have four strategies funneling into leads and letting my team disperse the leads. What I would suggest to anybody is do not be a one trick pony, because if that starts to slow down, gets more competitive for those of you doing PPC, Next thing you go from, you know, $500 a click to $700 a click to $1,000. At some level, you got to keep bringing in leads that stay competitive in pricing, right? Mm -hmm. And so I would encourage anybody. I mean, I have four, five investor care websites. I mean, I, I believe in online. I haven't been the big guru that promotes pay per click in the SEO thing. But I have definitely gotten deals through the websites that we have with you mm-hmm. that are incredible, right? Um, because we have these avenues, and I have four of your your websites, and one's Justin Pays Cash, the others um, like Phoenix Sell Now. So mm-hmm. it's it's all these different ones, um, but we get leads. So yeah. we're in the game of marketing, dude, and I think your listeners know that we're not in real estate, dude. I'm marketing mm-hmm. to find deals. Yep. And when I find them, I'm selling my buyer on buying it from me. I'm mm-hmm. in marketing and sales. Um, and that's exactly what it is. So mm-hmm. do we, w- one thing I call it, I call it traffic stacking. Now we're talking on the online side, right? But it's so important because just like you're saying is you can't just do one thing. You, SEO, right? Search engine optimization. We have a lot of clients who, are crushing it with SEO ranking number one and create, I mean, number one in, in the Phoenix market is a carrot client. Not you, right. man, we need to get you there, but damn it's, it's a carrot client and he's doing really, really well. But the thing is, you know, Google is fickle and Google can make little updates and, 
We've even had sites that we own ourselves in markets that were ranked number one for two years, and then they were like number four overnight. And, we're like, and then you got to go shoot. What happened? You got to then get back up there. It takes another month to get back up there, a month and a half or whatever. So totally. if, if you don't have those different avenues, uh, you're really going to be leaving money on the table. And like Justin said, you're not, you don't have a, a safe business. And that's one thing that has been critical for me in this current business is like, I want to make sure that we always have this business so it's solid, it's stable, financially stable, and it's yeah. consistent and predictable. Where I, like, I can predict next month, this time, what yeah. my income is going to be within 5%. Like today, yeah. I can do that. And That's awesome. a lot of real estate investors can do the same thing, but they can only do that when they have multiple lead sources like you're talking. And you just know when, when we put out this many direct mails, Mail pieces, this is a response we get, and here's how many deals. When we make these many phone calls with this list, here's how many deals we get. When we put out these many, this many bandit signs in these spots, here's how many deals we get. So you guys yeah. can, are pretty decently predictable as long as you can keep, stay consistent with getting those marketing pieces out there. No doubt. So Yeah, I mean, that's the key. Mm-hmm. You're in marketing, and if you diversify just enough, your goal is to keep your lead cost low, which will keep your cost of deal low, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're diversified enough and you stay consistent – you will win. The only reason people don't make it in the real estate investing world is they're not consistent. They give up, they quit. They're not, or they, you know, one week on one week off. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. Consistency, right? That's part of my, my, um, formula for success is I've just been the most consistent. I've never given up. Mm -hmm. I've failed more times than you, but I have never stopped going. I fall forward every time and I'm patient. This is not, a rich man's game in terms of quick money, right? This is not a get rich quick and you're out. This is, I'm in this for the long haul. Like I was just talking to my buddy, like our next big player is hundreds of apartment complex or doors, right? That's our next big play. Now is that this month or next? No, but I'm patient. We'll get there. There's no doubt. I'll tell you right now, you're going to have me on this podcast again at some point. And I'm like, Oh man, we have 250 doors. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. In that, but I'm patient and I won't quit. Mm-hmm. And that's been a big secret to my success. I love it, man. I love it. So on, on uh, breaking down a couple of things, we'll let you get to your meeting. Uh, so on the on the the cold calling, so the the, the call floor. What lists are you guys calling? Then how many calls yeah. does it usually take you guys to to close the deal? So I know the exact numbers, right? So I'm going to use general numbers so everyone can just do the math pretty simply. Um, so the list we're calling is the same list we use to direct mail. Mm-hmm. So I'm going after age of home. I'm going after home ownership length because that usually means equity. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go after at least 10 years of home ownership at least. Okay. Age the home is, um, I want owner awk and absentee. I want the zip codes that I really like. Um, and I want an assessed value of $300,000 or less. Mm-hmm. Okay. Once I build that list, there's roughly 250,000 of those in the Phoenix market. Mm-hmm. So that's my list. Okay. So I take that exact same list. I skip trace them through Nexus Lexus and I call them. So now I'm hitting them with direct mail and I'm hitting them over the phone. Mm-hmm. Right. Let alone the bandit signs that we're putting out, let alone the websites that are on the internet. Right. So, um, so they're really being surrounded by all angles. Uh, now in terms of the numbers and the KPIs, when we track our KPIs, so it is for every thousand calls, we get 10% roughly contacts. What a contact means to me and you is I call you, you answer the phone, I say, hi, is this Trevor? And you say, yes, contact. Okay. Now the next words out of your mouth might be, fuck off. (laughs) It's still a contact. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah. Um, and then from those contacts, roughly 7% of those become real leads hmm. okay. that are workable. Okay. So, so seven so out of a thousand calls, 100 contacts, mm-hmm. seven leads. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. We need roughly 150 leads for a deal on the phone floor. Okay. So just do the math, right? Seven times seven is 49 times three, right? Mm-hmm. So we got to do whatever it is, 15. <laughs> no, we got to do 21, 21 times seven, right? Would get us there. Yes. So 21 good. days will get us to one deal, mm-hmm. basically, because we can bring in seven leads a day. I got you. Okay. Does that make sense? Because yep. we're calling Th- thousand people a day. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So twenty one days we'll bring in a deal. And and you mentioned I mean you got it you've got a team of people. It's not just one person making a thousand calls a day. So um and you guys yeah, you we guys have using, ten guys before as yeah. of today. And you guys use Mojo Dialer or something like that or yep. yeah. Mojo Dialer, absolutely. Okay. And then bandit signs because um, a lot of people stopped using them now. I've, I, we're hearing the same thing. A lot of people are coming back and using them. It's kind of funny here locally here in Roseburg, Oregon. We've got a client that um, he's all over rural Oregon. That's his strategy. He's like he is the rural guy. And you drive yeah. all around Roseburg. There's only one guy's bandit signs that have ever been here since I've lived here. And this is a town of 30,000 people. Yeah. Um, it's this guy's bandit signs. He swaps them out every month. And yeah. he'll buy 10 to 15 houses a month. Not in Roseburg. He'll buy one every every other month here. Yeah. But it'll be like all over Oregon and rural areas, and it's all bandit sign driven, 100%. Totally. So are you guys doing anything special with it? Are there just a straight up yellow, black bandit signs? We'll buy your house. White and blue. White and we blue. do white and blue. We hit the on-ramps, off-ramps. Mm-hmm. We hit areas that have high traffic, like uh, Arizona has a lot of strip malls, mm-hmm. right? Um, there's nothing, you know, but we'll track it using Simple Crew. Mm-hmm. So Simple Crew, the guys go out. So we have two guys right now that put out bandit signs for us. They take a picture of the bandit sign. It immediately gets uploaded to a simple crew database. Hmm. And they don't get paid unless they take a picture and it goes up there. Hmm. Sweet. I mean, it's not rocket science. It's just a manner of management and finding the people to go do it. Mm-hmm. I love it, man. You know, all the calls coming to Podio and all that. Simple. Dude, I love it. I love it. So uh, one, one last thing to wrap it with you, with, with you here. So... Of course, you're running a great business. You've got a couple of businesses now, and that's yep. where we'll transition the last few minutes into this, where you've got the real estate business. You've got a great partner who's running the day-to-day. You spend about yep. five hours a week or so in that. Um, you've got your systems honed in. You've got a team. You've got your marketing channels adjusted for this year because things are, have changed. You guys are shifting yeah. with it. You're not giving up and saying, ah, it sucks. You guys are shifting towards what works. Where, totally. are you, where are you spending most of your time right now? And we talked about purpose a lot. Why are you doing yeah. that? So... Now I'm spending a lot of time in my other company called The Science of Flipping. It's the one that has the podcast. It's the educational piece. It's the one that I'm partnered with Kent Clothier and Sean Terry and the masterminds, that whole side, right? Um, and a lot of the reason why I'm doing that is because of my purpose. Yep. I have a sense of urgency to give back. I've been given a lot in my life. I didn't have the nicest childhood, right? My It was tough mother and father and stepfather alcoholics. I had to move out when I was 14, the whole thing, right? And everyone has their story, so I'm, I'm not saying, well, it was me. Everyone has a story. Mm-hmm. Um, but it made me, it forced me to grow up quick, but it also, as an adult, I can look back and think about how much people gave me mm-hmm. time, energy, love, a roof over my head. I mean, you name it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I genuinely have a sense of purpose to give back, and I feel like it's, basically, it's a sense of obligation and duty to 
not only give back, but I need to be the example. Yep. I need to first do it. I need to create the life that people are like, I want his life. And I'm doing that right now. People are now finally like, dude, I want, you know, the car you're driving, the life you're living. I just came back from eight days in Miami and Aruba, like literally just came back. Yep. Um, you got a Maserati, don't you? Didn't, didn't you drive I do that have to, a Maserati. to Sedona? <laughs> yeah, 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 sure Sweet. do. So, but I have to be the example. I can't mm-hmm. just talk about it, right? And so that's something that is a purpose to me. Um, we got that question, Sean Kent and I got asked this and they put us on the hot seat, the three of mm-hmm. us. And they said, the first question, why do you guys do this? Mm-hmm. And my answer, and I'm not gonna speak for them, but my answer is there's a purpose that I wanna be able to give back because both Sean and Kent have been such givers to me in terms of what they've given me, right? Mm-hmm. They are two of my mentors or two people that are my business partners, but also my mentors, they have 10 years on me. Um, and so, I genuinely am focusing all of my time to be able to give the best content, the best education, the best uh, of all of it to everyone who's out there that's looking to get in the game because I think there's just a lot of people out there that are blowing smoke, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it's something that I am the real deal. We actively do deals. We're going to close in the next 30 days right now. We have 22 deals to close in the next 30 days, right? Mm -hmm. It's This is very real for me. So if I can give everyone what I've been able to take and give it to them in a, an affordable way that is real strategies that really work, not just, Oh, just do this. Um, it's a sense of purpose that I have and I love doing it. Right? Like we're going to be speaking on stage. Uh, Grant Cardone is going to be our keynote speaker here this weekend. Uh, it's going to be an awesome event. Right. And so, um, that's where I spent a lot of my time, um, to start. It got a little intimidating, right? Cause now I'm in the public eye, yep. right? I mean, people, can be unkind when you're in the public eye, but I basically have this attitude. It's kind of the shrug your shoulders attitude. I don't get whatever. I mean, <laughs> you don't know me, so I don't, I'm not going to take that personally. Right. Yeah. So that was a little intimidating for me to get out there, really get out there. And now I'm getting out there in a big way and mm-hmm. there's hurdles for all of it. But, um, that's where I spend a lot of my time and I truly, truly enjoy it. Dude. And it's, and it's so cool. And, and I'll, I'll, this will be my final thought for the podcast and it's this right here dude so we we talk a lot here at carrot about changing family trees and um so my my oldest daughter she's seven years old and she's old enough now to where she notices things you know she she notices that her dad has the flexibility that her friend's dad doesn't have she notices um the people that that send notes and messages and literally things in the mail to me thanking us at carrot for what we're doing for them. She notices the pictures that people take with the carrot buds that we've got and all of these things. She'll notice when we're talking, when I'm just talking with someone, she'll say, is that person an entrepreneur? And she's a seven year old, right? And the reason I'm bringing this up is because us, you know, me as a father, but it doesn't matter if you're a father or mother or doesn't matter at all. There's people, like you said, that see what you're doing. And if you can help guide that person to a better life, if you can help, if you can help implant part of what makes you into them and amplify the best out of them so they can live a better life and create a business possibly if that's what's in their cards and inspire their kids, inspire other people around them. We're we're just going, man, that kid, you know, Caleb that emailed us last week that said he's leaving college. He made $60,000 his first year. He's leaving college. He's graduated not early. But he's made, he made $60,000 his first year using Carrot to, to run his business. And he's like, man, I'm so thankful and grateful because I now I'm leaving college completely confident what my career is going to be and happy. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I've got so many friends who don't have jobs yet because I feel like I have control of my life. I'm like, dude, you keep marching forward with that. 
because your friends and your kids are going to catch on to that. And you're going to start to yeah. change their family trees for generations. So I love it, man. You guys are doing the same thing. And it's part of why I think I resonate with you guys so much is you guys are amazing at the business side of it. You're the real deal. But also you're going, okay, I'm not just going to tuck away and go from 150 deals to 800 just because of the number and not right. not educate other people on how they can make their life better too. Absolutely. It's all about giving back. I, I mean, I just got shivers when you're saying it because I'm just thinking about the things that we've done, right? From the Christmas holiday time where we go and it's a company-wide thing that we go and pay off layaways to we just donated and bought basically two homes in a village in Haiti hmm. to be built uh, last mastermind, right? So we went and basically paid for two homes to be built in this village in Haiti so people in Haiti can have a roof over the head. And it's just, it's just not about the money and fuck, I love money as much as anyone else. And I love what it can do for me. Right. But to be able to have a purpose and intention with giving back and I swear to God, the more I've given, listen, for those of you who go to church, a lot of people call it tithing. I'm going to remove that whole thing. The more I've given with my time, my energy, my effort and my money, the more I've received, mm. not kidding. The bigger my bank account has grown. And it's because I continue to give. And if you give, you always receive. Mm-hmm. I believe in that so wholeheartedly. It's not always just money, right? So, um, man, I'm I'm just pumped. 2018 is going to be a great year, man. I, I love it, dude. And congrats on, on the event coming up here. I'm bummed I'm missing it this year. I've been at the last two. Just didn't work out. Yeah. My wife's actually in Guatemala giving right now. She's in Guatemala on a, awesome. on a, on a mission trip. So not able to make yeah. it. You guys are going to crush it, though. And dude, I appreciate you as a friend. Uh, hopefully see you at the next mastermind as soon as we actually announce when it's going to be and where. But um, everyone, go over to Science of Flipping. Is it just a scienceofflipping.com? Yeah, you know, it's funny. So I always just say, hey, go to Science of Flipping and I'll give you, you know, my free book, which mm-hmm. you can. Go to scienceofflipping.com um, forward slash free book. It's the same book I sell on Amazon. It'll just be an e format. Mm-hmm. Download it for free. And I was just sitting here talking about giving. So you and I both know I started my academy. Um, what I want to do for your listeners, if they so want, they can email me at info at the science of flipping.com. Email me directly mm-hmm. info at the science of flipping.com and I'll give them a free month so that they can get started with incredible content from wholesaling, wholetailing, rehabbing, sweet, uh, content. And I know you specifically, we are going to be dropping a bunch of online trainings from you into Mm -hmm. the Academy. And so if they're already your listeners, your followers, you're going to have a huge segment in the Academy that will be dropped in there, but it is live. It is up and running. And I want to give your listeners a free month just to get back, to get them on the right path between following you and maybe starting to follow me, mm-hmm. email me and I'll set you up with a free month at info at the science of flipping free month. I love it, man. So the science of flipping guys and girls, make sure you put the, the in there uh, at the science of flipping.com. So Justin, appreciate that guy, man, go find his podcast and iTunes, great podcast over there as well. And uh, just reach out, follow Justin, see what they're doing. If you resonate uh, with the way they've grown their business, I love it. And I uh, go learn from them guys. I mean, I, I've known them for years and years and years. So these aren't people I just, you know, just picked off the street and said, I'm going to have them on the podcast. And I've been in multiple <laughs> masterminds with them, hung out with them a ton and see behind the scenes and what they're doing. So you guys are in good hands. Justin, thanks for your time, man. I held you a little Appreciate bit longer buddy. than expected. Get over to your meeting and uh, keep crushing, dude. Thank you. All good. Peace out. All right. See ya.
If there was just one thing I wanted you to pull away from this conversation today with Justin, it's how important mindset is. It's how important being positive and also crazy confident that if you saw someone else do what you're setting out to do, if you saw someone else do it and they showed it was possible, it is 100,000% possible for you to. The only variable is whether you believe it yourself, whether you believe that you can do it, that you can go through there and do the same thing. So whether you're a Carrot customer and you're looking to get the same results that you see a lot of our case studies get where we have thousands of case studies, we've only been able to publish you know dozens or hundreds just for time, but we have thousands of case studies. You can Google the phrases around the internet for sellers and buyers to see our clients crushing it everywhere. So if you know that that can work and you know that the system works, without a shadow of a doubt, you can do it too. The only variable is, are you willing to put in the time, resources, commitment, and confidence to make sure that that thing works. Same thing with Justin. If you're going to dive into real estate investing, if you're going to launch a fitness business, if you're going to do whatever the heck you're going to do, see if someone else has done it before you. You know it can can happen. Now you need to go, okay, I'm not going to stop until I make this thing work. If it's something you truly, truly believe and you have passion and purpose behind. Okay. The next thing is, um, like Justin and I mentioned, we have been a part of masterminds. I mentioned this at the start of the call and we have our carrot camp boot camp. Um, not a boot camp. I don't know why I said that. It's a carrot camp, um, coming up. What we do for carrot camp, we did our very first one this last fall as a test to see if we wanted to do it again. And honestly, we wanted to have clients in our, in our offices more and carrot HQ more. And so we said, let's set up a two day event have a small number of people people coming out where who are all high achievers ideally it's not people who are just getting going that's not what the carrot camp is structured for we want you to take that money if you're just getting going and invest it in 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 the things that you need at that point in your marketing dollars to get some things out there and things like that this is for the person who's already closing deals you want to take it to the next level and you want to get some get around people who can help you take it to the next level well carrot camp is going to do that but also it's going to be in our own style okay the carrot style so you're going to be here at carrot hq for two and a half days we go outside and, and enjoy some of the things that we love around here uh here in roseburg oregon one of the first things we did uh last year that people enjoyed so much is i took people up to one of my favorite wineries whether you drink or not it doesn't matter the view from up there and the ambiance is amazing. And that, that really set the tone for a lot of the carrot campers. We just chatted. We hung out, drank some wine if that's what you like, and uh, ate, some, ate, some, ate some more d'oeuvres. And we just talked life and business. It was amazing. The next two days, we dive in and mastermind with each other. We share what's working, what's not working. We share our struggles. Uh, some things got insanely personal. There were tears shed in great, great ways. I'm not saying bad tears. I'm saying empowering tears where we really realize what's important in life and how we can structure our businesses in those ways. Those way, and then next we dove into implementation. What are the things that you need to implement that we can help you? That we have our team there to help you with. We have our paperclip guy uh, here in the office to help you. We have Alex, my Facebook guy here in the office, to help you. We have Sean and the concierge team to help dial in some of the things in your sites. And me and Adrian are here to help dial in your your strategy uh, moving forward into the year. We hammer all that out in rapid fire style that second day. And in between those, we want to get you guys active. Okay. It doesn't matter if you're a a fitness buff or an outdoor buff or not. We are going to get you outside, but we're going to adjust it this time a little bit. Last time I was hardcore going, man, we want to get people outside and go mountain biking or fly fishing. The thing is a lot of people loved it, but a lot of people said I would totally go to carrot camp if it didn't require that. So we are going to offer those opportunities. We are going to go outside. I am going to require that if you are going to carrot camp, that you're going to go outside with us. Even when we head up, up the river, even just to walk around by the river, just soak in the creation that's around you. Uh, walk on the trail with other people. Sit there by the river and reflect. It's one of my favorite spots in the, in the world, the North Umpqua River where I live. 
And so you're going to get the opportunity to get out there. We had dinner out there by the river one night. And then for those want, that want to go mountain biking or, or fly fishing on our world-class fly, fly fishing river, uh, there will be that opportunity as well, but not required. Last, we want to encourage everyone at Carrot Camp to show up for our, our, uh, work, our Monday, Wednesday, Friday workouts. So last year we had a couple guys show up to our Wednesday workout. And we have a gym here in the, in the, in the loft now. And uh, we encourage you to show up and, and join in with the workout with our personal trainer. You're not ha- you don't have to, but the opportunity is there. Our whole, our whole aim with the Carrot Cam is to bring you into our environment, to bring you into our environment, to, to, to give you the resources that we have here, to show you some behind the scenes, but also dive in and love on you and your business and also bring amazing people together so we can amplify each other. Okay, go to carrotcamp.com. Those seats are going to fill up fast. And um, make sure you get over there quickly. Okay, right now is at the time of recording this. It's a wait page. So you can go in there and get on the wait list. And as soon as those spots are open, that wait list will get first notification on the spots. And then we'll give you 48 hours head start. And then after that, the email goes out to the rest of the list and they'll fill up. So have an amazing rest of the week, y'all. Well, we so, so, so appreciate you investing the time with us here on the podcast. We get so many amazing reviews on iTunes. I could go over there right now and just read so many. Of Actually, let me do that. I'm going to head over there right now and read a, a uh, let me just find this, guys. Let's see. I'm going to read some reviews because there's some amazing, amazing stuff over there that I just love, love, love reading. Uh, it fires me up whenever I do this. So let me just find this really quick. So Carrot Cast, iTunes, bam. If you can go to iTunes and if you enjoy or get value out of the Carrot Cast, please head, please head over to iTunes. And just give us some feedback. We're sitting just under 100 reviews right now. Um, we're a five, five out of five star podcast. And this is because of you. We love just going out there and delivering value for you guys. And it pumps us up as well. Um, right here from A. Dantley. I love the podcast. It's not just about lead generation real estate, but it covers uh, but how it covers life and what it takes to be successful in overall life. Great content. Uh, tons and tons of reviews like that. Please take the two minutes, head over there. That's the oxygen for me with this podcast. It, it confirms that we're doing great work. And even if we're not doing great work, let me know what we can do to improve. So head over to iTunes, give us a rating review, help us get past the 100 review mark, that milestone. And also next podcast, I'm going to throw out a, a challenge for y'all. I'm going to throw out a challenge on the next podcast. So between now and then, I want you to go over and make uh, a review, and I'm gonna I'm gonna pick a person that gave a review sometime this last week. I'm gonna read it uh, on on the next podcast, and you're gonna get something really really cool in the mail. So make sure um, to to have some sort of identification.